Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What is up, Buff Nation? Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's, everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Today, I am joined by my great friend, Andre Simone. My guy. Welcome back to the show, brother. Hell yeah. Quite the I'm circumstances a... to get you here. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> you want to give some people behind the scenes a little bit? Because our guy, our guy let us down a little bit. I don't know where our K is. Yeah, yeah, we don't know where our K is. Um, maybe some of the same complacency issues that have been... You uh, said it, not me. That have been getting to some of these young buffs, getting to our young at heart buff. <laughs> because he is... Uh, he does split the difference between the two of us age-wise. We did he's say young at heart. after the post-game show, see you guys Monday. I... Ah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. know. Straight. Uh, He's just used to Monday being an off day, and Monday's an off day. What up, guys? (laughs) Much love to you all. So nice to see you. Oh, man. How's everyone doing? Are Are we recovered? Do we feel at least a bit better? Are we able to look back with clear eyes, be honest, and move forward? Well, it's gonna take a while. Oh Lord. I could hear it in your Buff Nation intro. You're not whew, you're not quite back. Well, first off, it you're is still been, digesting some hurt. Friday was like a 21 hour day. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Of all the nights to get bonus football, frankly, not the night I would have enjoyed. I would have I could have done without bonus football. Oh my god. I was me and Alyssa are driving up going, well, at least we won't be home at 4 30 that day. Oh no. We were Oh, we were. Famous last words. All right. Let's dig into it. I finally went back, watched the extended highlights this morning. Oof. Yeah, oof. What uh, the heck happened? I I still don't really understand. Yeah. But uh, let's get into it. First off, you. We haven't heard from you. Sure. What did you think, either watching it live or rewatching the game, as the buffs just collapsed? Um, I could not believe it. I was truly incredulous to what was unfolding in the second half. And, you know, it's one of those... When a team comes back on you like that in sports, it creeps up on you. You're not willing to believe the worst is about to unfold in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Until it's truly too late. Yep. And next thing you know, Stanford's kicking a field goal in second overtime and this thing's over. Yeah. Um I just cannot fathom how that all went down in the second half. Now that the defense wasn't necessary, you know, like I think they were giving up chunks of yards in the first half too. They're just coming up with timely stops. Mm-hmm. That went away. Stanford obviously found the cheat code with uh, just a monumental performance from their wide receiver. The quarterback was a completely different player in the second half as he gained confidence. Yep. And that's where you saw the one area where Stanford probably is better than CU in the trenches, yep. especially offensively. They kind of took over. It's still, it's crazy, though. Stanford lost like their best offensive lineman in the portal. He's playing at Michigan now. They have been ravaged by the portal. It's literally like what would have happened at Colorado if everyone got kicked off and left, but they didn't bring these guys in. Right. Like no Schnorr, right. no Travis uh-huh. Hunter, and they just fielded a football team. That's basically what happened. Uh, 
I mean, how that defense held up Sanford's defense is kind of beyond me. Yeah. Because things were just humming in the first half. Having Travis back made all the difference in the world. Yeah. They're just not finding enough chunk plays, man. The playmakers outside of Travis were not making the plays they need to be making. They do not have a running game. They don't. They have a patchwork offensive line. The O-line is the biggest issue. And they rely on Shador Sanders to bail them out every single time they're in trouble. And yeah. while he's been able to do it all the way until this point, yeah. he proved he's human and he needs help like any other quarterback in football. That's just offensively. Defensively, my God, we got to tackle. Guys got to tackle. Guys got to cover. I don't know why guys are just <laughs> slipping and falling all over in the second half either. Just crazy, like the flea flicker. Do you remember that play? Mm -hmm. Rod Ward and Travis Hunter collide on the football. If one of them just makes a play on that ball, changes everything. Stanford scored on every single drive after halftime. Their first six drives in the first half, punt, punt, Missed field goal, downs, punt, end of half. Second half, touchdown, 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 field goal, touchdown, field goal. Insane. Insane. Yeah, the secondary is a problem right now. Yeah. The secondary is a huge issue. Um, you know, they're picking on Stoudemire. That's how things yeah. really started to yeah. unravel. Um, you just see guys arguing, coming off, you know. Off to the sideline, the vibe with the secondary is just rough. Um, I don't know why they weren't going to Dylan Edwards earlier. They only start feeding him the ball in the fourth quarter. That was just a little too late, though. They started getting some offensive momentum finally going once that started. Yeah. Um, Coach Prime said we were going to see a lot of McCaskill this week. Mm -hmm. Got six carries at the beginning of the game. Started the game, played every single snap, I think, on the first two drives. And then was just unheard from. Yeah, couldn't quite get going. Couldn't quite get going. This just isn't a great offense for a runner like that. No. To run downhill, you know? And right now, I think some of the themes in the offseason was is this team a little too speed oriented, a little too small? They're looking a little too speed oriented, a little too small. Absolutely. I mean, you go back and you watch Sean Lewis when he was at Kent State when those offenses were humming with Dustin Crum. They were able to go 12 personnel and just yeah. bully teams yeah. and run the ball. They yeah. had these big, strong backs. They were able to just run through defensive fronts and pick up yardage to keep themselves on track. They don't have that at all here. Yeah, They don't have the tight ends to go big personnel. They don't have, I think, the offensive linemen to even run dominantly in one tight end down in 11. Yeah. It's, I don't know. You just... The whole offense is disjointed and you know they're running play action and stuff in the second half when you haven't been able to run the ball like they ended up with 132 rushing yards um a lot of that's just shador though it is but shador's yardage was cut in half he had 70 or so at halftime he finished mm -hmm. the game at 37 because he got sacked so much sacked in the so second half times. and look i mean dropping back 47 times that's not a recipe no it's not a recipe they drop back 49 times and <clears throat> when the other team is down 27 and they're dropping back 45 times, yep. that's where these pass rushers must eat. Yep. Must eat. Guys like Jordan Dominic, guys like um, Taj Alston must take this loss personal. Because for a defensive front more than any other unit, you cannot have this, man. Mm. You cannot have the other team an offense with the kind of insecurities and inexperience that the Stanford offense has be able to drop back 45 times and come back from a 27 point deficit. No yeah. way, man. That's unacceptable. You, that's really where you must draw the line. And then just defensively in the second half, they stopped coming after the quarterback. I mean, they were blitzing. They were sending guys like crazy in the first half. They were getting home. They were making the uh, Stanford quarterback Daniels, like see ghosts. He was right. running around in the pocket and stuff. He was just able to sit back there in the second half and pick them apart. I mean, it was all short game for the most part. You had the two broken plays yeah. that went for 97 and 61, I think. Yeah. And then it was just short game. Just curls, slants, just picking them apart. 
No, absolutely. Um, and the two, I mean, the two big plays, I think, were kind of huge. That really gave them momentum. I, you mentioned the tackling. Like, this never happens if you just make it so that those don't end up being massive game breakers. And I think part of the issue for CU offensively, you're not breaking off as many big plays as you were earlier in the season. Right. The Dylan Edwards, the, the big plays aren't there. Zay has kind of disappeared with the big plays, you know? Um, he had two of them, though. Yeah, fair enough. He had enough. two long catches. Fair enough. That's true. That's true. I mean, they um, only averaged 6.4 yards per play, and I think they were averaging, like, close to eight yards per play in the first half. Yeah. This, this is good. just what happens when you're one-dimensional offensively, though. Yeah. And your O-line is as suspect pass-protecting as the Buffs O-line is. Yep. That makes it a really tough com combination right there. Um, and Jimmy. I got to see more from Jimmy, man. Yeah, only five catches for 60 yards from him. Yeah, and I mean, guys like Javon Antonio, Tavares Dawson even, we've seen them be yeah. those those deep weapons, those you know vertical stretchers, which would have been huge. Michael Harrison was a key safety blanket in another close game like this. Yep. Him not being on the field anymore is a... You know, you're lacking another safety blanket who could have come in very handy as you were having a grit and grind through every down and distance. Yeah, didn't even have a reception. Yeah, I mean, hardly on the field, honestly. Yeah, um, and then Dylan, too, man. I don't know what the deal is, but they got to get this kid more involved. You saw the third down, whatever the flat pass it was. You saw the Jets. Like, the kid is still him. Like, yeah. He can no, still I take mean, it to the house from anywhere on the field. That speed's such a factor. You have to utilize it. Yep. Lots of playmakers, lots of mouths to feed. But aside from that, there aren't too many answers, man. There really aren't. I mean, this is a terrible time for a bye week, I think, because you want to get this taste out of your mouth. You want to play another team. But yeah. um, this is just what we have. And getting that dub would have been... I mean, it changes everything. You're five and two going into a bye. You just need one win, one win. And the thing that Neely's always told us is this team still hasn't beat a team that he thinks they weren't supposed to beat. Like you can look at TCU, whatever, but the confidence in the building that week was always we're going to win this game. Right, right. Uh, they expected to beat Nebraska. They expected to beat CSU. It didn't go their way. They expected to beat ASU. Yeah. So even if they get that one win now, <laughs> you need another. Yes. Because this second half is... Whew. No, it's brutal. It's really brutal. And it's why you needed this dub against Stanford. You really needed to pull this one out. You are the superior team. Now, that's the other thing you could have said. They haven't lost yet to a team. Right, that they were supposed to lose to. Or not supposed to lose right. to. But, but they Stanford didn't. changes that. Yeah. All right. Um, let's just talk about... What needs to change moving forward here? But first, a word from our friends at Kind Love. Guys, last week we launched the Kind Love Immaculate Vibes Custom Joint Pack. It's five joints, just 25 bucks. available at Indica and Sativa. Uh, that same discount code applies, the DMBR Incredible. discount code. It's available at both Kind Love locations. It's just dope. We have our own weed strain. Yeah, no, the joint packs, that's incredible. You use that code, DMVR. Kind love around town. Find them. It's a great deal. What a time, man. What a time to be alive. It's amazing. Visit yeah. one of their stores, Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DMVR and re receive the DMVR exclusive discount with 25% off all Immaculate Vibes. Uh, all Kind Love Flower pre-rolls and their Turbo Joint line. You can also visit their website at kindlove.com. Use that code DMVR for online ordering and their full extensive menu. And then shout out to MSU Denver. We have people here that went to MSU Denver, right? We do. We do. New producer, Tiff. There you go. Just uh, got hired full-time. Yep. Uh, Mitch. Yeah. Virtual. He's also an MSUer. So, yeah. They produce good ones. I can tell you yes, that Yes, they do. Turn your goals into greatness at MSU Denver. Courses Damn are straight. available online, in person, or both. They got 90-plus majors, or you can create your own. Um, you can start or restart your college education at MSU Denver. Spring 2024 applications are open now. Create your career and turn your dreams into reality at MSU Denver. 90-plus majors and 10 graduate programs with courses online, in-person, or both. Learn more at msudenver.edu. All right. So that happened. Yes. 
let's use this as a transition. Where do we go from here? We already kind of threw some stuff out, what they can change. But it does feel, I mean, the roster is what it is. You're not going to be able to bring in bigger, better offensive linemen. Mm -mm. You're not going to be able to bring in a true tight end who can really contribute both blocking and pass game. Where would you start moving forward? I think <clears throat> offensively you need to really try your best to lean into this identity. And that's be a tempo offense. Let your quarterback, who's extremely accurate, extremely smart, operate back there. Get, you know, get some speed. Maybe try to kill him with the, the mesh and stuff. You yes. know, get some tempo. Get the screen game going with all this speed. Jimmy, Dylan, you name it. And then take your vertical shots. Like, yep. you must manufacture more big plays than they are currently because it's getting too hard. You end up dropping back too much. You end up exposing... Shadur and facing too many sketchy third downs. You need to manufacture more big plays. And I think it really starts by leaning into that identity a little bit more. I agree. I mean, you go back and watch week one. They were running screens all the time. Yeah. Um, like out on the perimeter, out of the backfields. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't really seen that. And the tempo's savage. Yeah. The tempo's been kind of killing them at this point yes um because you can't run the ball you can't sustain drives it's just yeah. three and out really quick or you know you get one first down and then all of a sudden you're punting right again right. yeah uh we got to get back to the screen game the running game kind of is what it is like it almost feels like bashing your head against a brick wall at this point like it's just not gonna work we know that they don't have the guys up front to make it work they have great backs but get them out in space um you got to have a more I don't know what the word is, but you have to do more in the short passing game. Yeah. Um, they used to be an offense in the first few weeks where it was a lot of curls, a lot of slants, yeah. trying to get guys on the run, you know, yeah. uh, catch the curl, turn and go, basically. A lot we of accurate throws to the sideline from Shadur. He missed yes. one in that game, and I was like, oh, wow, right. We haven't seen many of those today. Yeah. yeah. So the short game and the screen game, I mean, that can help you make up for your lack of running game. Yes. It's but an extension of the run game. It right? is, but they're not even like trying it anymore, it's which is weird. concerning. I know. So you got to go back. Literally, they should go back and watch the TCU game and go yeah. watch what worked yeah. and figure out how they can get back to that because that was the closest they've been to a complete game or like a full yep. identity. That's right. So, and then defensively, I mean, I don't even know where to begin, honestly. It's such a bad defense. Okay. Positives first. Yes. I liked Ward. Yes. Travis is a dog. This game doesn't worry me. But I, I, I do think picking his spots is essential right now. He, yes. just, he can't play every fucking snap. Yeah. He he was a gunner on a punt return at one point, too. It was like, guys, yeah. we're not maximizing this key player's talents by using them this way. We mm -hmm. just aren't. So we got to figure that out. I, I mean... No one's perfect, but, you know, Omerian's another guy I like a lot. Yep. I think there's a lot of talent. I get some stuff's been going on, you know. You got to get him back in the mix. Mm -hmm. I think those three and Shiloh, that's not a bad four. I feel pretty good about those four right. with Trevor being able to mix in. What's the deal with Breedlove these days? Oh, man. Uh, he was hurt. He just came back, I think, yeah. last week, and he's he's just struggled this year. Yeah. Um, For me, defensively, I'd I think... I'd love Cormani in that mix. But I think you got to start from that group of four yes. and build the set, right? We talked about this in the preseason, building this roster outside in, not right. inside out. Outside in. Well, let's let's preach. Let's practice what we preach and lean on that strength. Yes. Lean on that four and figure out the... Let's Then we can talk front seven. Well, so you go back to the USC game when those guys, Omarion Miller and Cormani McLean, had great games. And they were kind of forced into action, right? Yeah. There was no Travis. Yeah. Those guys got to be on the field. I like, know. I, I know Cormani got burnt on that one slant and gave up. Uh, it wasn't even a, one of the biggest plays, I guess, that they gave up. But it was a pretty big play that he gave up. It, it's all, It's got to be trial by fire at this point. Yeah. You got to let the kids go out there and sink or swim. Um, 
you have to use him to help out with Travis. Like, just give him plays off here and there. Like, having Travis get just get abused play in and play out by a guy who is 30 pounds bigger than him and four inches taller than him and in, like, on a down-by-down -down basis is not no. – you're just not going to win. No. Get your long corner, Cormani McLean, out there. I know he's small too, but, I mean, you got to try something else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the description of insanity. Just – no, they do make this. I mean, Stoudemire's the where the problem begins, right? Right. I mean, he had a brutal game, man. Yeah. Um, and they have to find ways to manufacture pressure. Yep. I mean, it goes back to what I said in the first segment. Where were the blitzes in the second half? They. I don't want to say Coach Kelly was calling a scared game in the second half, but he was definitely calling the game not to lose. You know what I mean? No, I th I actually think that's a really fair assessment that he got a little too a little too conservative you just got to go after these guys like this isn't a world beater it's i'm sorry it's stanford like yeah. all due respect to them great game you played your asses off you got the absolutely win. but there's no reason that stanford should have put up 523 total yards almost 400 passing yards yeah they had, I mean, Ryan said in the post game they had like 50 passing yards at halftime. They couldn't do anything in the first half. Um, yeah. It was nuts. I mean, <clears throat> defense was also on the field. 49 pass attempts, 39 carries, man. It's just yeah. insane. It's too much. It's too much. Um, and then the last thing, really, no turnovers. This team, I think, through USC, was one of the best defenses in the country in creating turnovers and getting the ball back. Timely ones, too. Exactly. Um, I mentioned the flea flicker play where Rod and Travis kind of collided. That's yeah. a missed opportunity, though. Yeah. Uh, that should have been a turnover. Um, it's just this is what happens when you rely on them. Like, that yeah. was their defensive identity, was relying on turnovers and – it can be an actual strategy if you're actually continuing to get ball production, but it ceased the last few weeks. Like they had none against Arizona State and they had none against Stanford. Well, being aggressive is a big part of that. Yes. When you are aggressive, you might give up some big plays, but you might also generate some big play big plays yourself. Right. And, you know, I I think that comes back to what you were saying about Coach Kelly's game plan the last couple games. Yeah. I mean, last game, but I think in some ways that kind of extends to Arizona State as well. Yep. And yep. I mean, these edges got to do better, man. Yeah. Arden Walker, Jordan Dominic. You know, I mentioned Taj Alston. I, I, I'm a big defender of a lot of these guys. I know there's way more talent here. Yep. And again, it's one thing to say, oh, hey, we got outmanned in the trenches, whatever. You're nursing a 27-point lead. It's your time to shine, big exactly. dog. It's time to get after that quarterback yeah, and end years this game. Back. Yeah, plain and simple. I mean, again, go <clears> back <throat> to the USC game. Look at how many times they blitzed the corners. Omari and Cooper got a sack. Cormani, it was a, when he blitzed, they scored, but he was in Caleb's face. Like, he almost tipped the ball and got a PBU at the line. Yeah. Like, you got to be more aggressive. You can't just sit back and let them pick back this secondary because mm – -hmm. At the end of the day, it is still a young secondary. It's still a secondary full of guys making the jump from lower levels to Power 5 football. Yeah. And you're not helping them if you're just kind of saying, all right, you guys just have to go out there and stop this team the entire mm -hmm. second half. Yeah, it's a tough spot. All right, moving forward then, from the long-term point of view, man. Um, rest of the schedule, huh, Jake? The rest of the schedule... It's rough. It's rough. Especially when Arizona just stomped Washington State on the road. Yep. Now, mind you, Arizona beat Stanford by one. And they almost beat USC, too. They almost beat USC, much like the Buffs. So they're a tricky one. I think it's easy to be like, you know, this is the other thing. As low as we are on this loss, as much as that loss sucked... And as much as there's no, like, spinning that loss positively, going into the bye, that was an absolute must win. Going in 5-2 and two is so different from 4-3 and three with the next five games you have on your schedule. There's just no spinning this into a positive, plain and simple. 
It sucks. It's a terrible loss. You hope they yeah. learn from it. They'll stick with us for a long time. So next game, of course, we're on by this week. So a week from Saturday, the Buffs travel to Pasadena to the Rose Bowl to take yeah. on UCLA. Right now, they are ranked number 25. We have a kickoff time for this game also, by the way. 5.30 local, 7.30 Eastern. So a solid time. All right. I like How about that? that? I like that. Uh, it's going to be 4.30, actually, in L.A., so even earlier at the Rose Bowl, yeah, that fly. fly. It's been hanging out on my side Whoa. now. It stinks. Um, I hate it. On Saturday, the Bruins lost to Oregon State. They took the trip to Corvallis, 36-24. Um, after that, they get Oregon State. The Buffs do. They come here. Oregon State's currently ranked the number 12 team in the country. And man... This team is built exactly how Oregon is built. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're built exactly how you would <laughs> want a team to be built to beat these buffs. Yes. Uh, that's going to be a tough one. It is here in Boulder, though. Yeah. And then that game against Arizona. I now, feel like we've circled this game for a long time thinking this could be a win. But, man. Arizona is looking pretty good. Pretty damn good. Uh, they went into uh who did they beat on saturday i messed they up they upset washington they state upset wazoo. washington state at wazoo yes in poland which is that's a really a hard tall to task do. yes like right now the pac-12 has kind of seemed like a home field conference entirely mm -hmm. i mean this week alone usc gets stomped at notre dame oregon state you know all the home teams won except for arizona who stomped wazoo in yep uh, 44 to 6. Yeah. Noah Fafita comes in for Jaden Delora. And this guy, they have a legitimate like quarterback controversy there. Now, like the that's good kind, too. Interesting. Yes. That is interesting. Those quarterback, you know, they don't always work out the way we think. No. Sometimes a backup just balls out, you know? I mean, no game plan. He just comes and that's balls true. out. Like, and then like things are never quite at that level. Steven Montez was like that for the Buffs a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. It was like, dang, I remember texting Ryan. He was like a future number one overall pick, <laughs> um, which the way he looked when he played in spot duty as a sub that year, man. Um, but then, you know, sometimes that doesn't work out. Yeah. And then at Wazoo at Utah. Yikes. Yeah, man. Those are yeah. not fun road games in the pack. Not at all. And the Wazoo games on a Friday night again. Yeah. And it's another late start again. <laughs> I am so glad. I hope this is done next year moving forward. Do you think this is part of the problem is the guys just aren't late risers? Okay, I think They're so. They're not night owls. We've this got is... a team full of like hard workers and like they get their business done. Basically, they're working seven at noon. Yes. No, this is bullshit. It is bullshit. They... I mean, look, I understand you're in the Pac-12 conference. You're going to have to play late games. <laughs> you could have even but spelled my Pacific God. out to, to really drive your uh, point home. It's so brutal, though, dude. Like, No, it's rough. It's rough. No one's up watching these games. Everyone went to bed at halftime yeah. already. Like, How do you think the kids feel who are actually out there trying to play, and it's no, 11 I mean, o'clock? It's awful. I I think what you need to do is like what the NBA does is those athletes are kind of preparing and training their bodies to where they're like peaking at game time. Right. So if you're playing all these 7 and 8 p.m. games, that's kind of where you want to be at your best. But it's tough when they've also played some 10 and 11 a.m. Exactly. Games. Yeah. No, they're getting abused by the people who are deciding their game time. The schedule makers. Yes. Yeah. The networks. Yes. It's crazy. So yes, Jake. We'll see. I mean, they have a 4.30 kickoff against UCLA. I think that's should be okay. Kay. We like that one. We do like that one. In LA, I think the vibes will be great. Lots of Buff Nation will be plentiful. There'll be lots of celebs seeing the kids, shaking hands. You know, it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time in Pasadena. Um, that one, that might be the one, man. UCLA? Yeah. I mean, look, here's the thing with that game. UCLA does not sell out their stadium. Buff Nation is a traveling force now. Well, in LA, 
Buff Nation's always been strong in SoCal. And in LA, yes. Yeah. So I think there's a legitimate chance they take over that stadium. That might be the one, Jake. And they're going up against the freshman quarterback. They are. If you get back to your aggressive tendencies on defense and force this freshman to make you beat or make him beat you, yeah. I don't know. Right. And I mean, yeah, okay, the pass rush is awesome. Yeah, Shador's going to be running for his life just like any other game. Yep. Or maybe let's get the ball out quick. You know, these tackles, they are like six, seven each. Yes. So they it's like really big traffic cones. Let's exploit the fact that we have really big traffic cones out on the edge and yep. use that to our advantage. That's the other thing. This team, I mean, man, they went through a bunch of injuries. They are about as healthy as they've been since week one. I know. I mean, Savion's still out, so that sucks. But, yeah. I mean, you got your guys. Like, Alton's been kind of ramping up for something. You can't just hold him out the entire season. No, he's... uh. Next five games are going to be huge. UCLA and then those two home games will tell us a lot. Yep. In um, Pullman at Utah. Just not getting, you know... Staying in it would be big, I think. Yep. Yeah, the chat is crazy. Good the Lord. The chat has turned, and it is... <laughs> Hey, <laughs> not uh, great. Y'all need a chill. Look, guys, this is the thing about college football. As crazy as that upset happens, this is every single week. Yes. I've seen some of the best Ohio State teams ever lose to Purdue teams yeah. who none of you could name one player on. Um, I remember Ohio State losing to uh mendenhall you remember him in mm -hmm. illinois when illinois was just terrible yeah uh you know csu had never beat boise state in their history they were done and dusted i i turned the game off college football is amazing and can also be at times infuriating when you have expectations when you are invested in your team and that's why like it seemed impossible for stanford to beat them last week it might seem impossible for the buffs to beat ucla this week Nothing's everything's possible in college football. Well, and look, I've said this. I said this after the Oregon loss. I said it on Friday after the game. We got to have some perspective. We have already surpassed many people's expectations for this season. And while it was a gut punch, it was disappointing. It was hard to watch. Whatever you want to say about it, it was. Yeah. But look, this is just the beginning for this team. They will move forward. They will be better. This is yeah. literally just the start. They're going to have one of the best portal classes. They're going to recruit their asses off, I'm sure, once the season is over. Oh, no and doubt. And they are going to have a lot of guys in and out. I think coach and staff included, in and out. There's going to be a lot of new faces coming in here. And Coach Prime said it after the game. He's never lost like this. This is going stick to stick on him for a minute. Right, like he's going right. to feel this one. Yeah, it's kind of a, a learning experience. This is a bit of a, you know... You, you reach this next tier and you, you you're gonna have to learn some important lessons and this was really one of those important ones the other thing is look at how loaded the pac-12 is this year like yes. just you know if this was the sec west and had the reputation the sec west has had the last 10 years four and three sign me up that's still an amazing success exactly even if maybe you had an infuriating loss to vandy or something Still doesn't change that. The Pac-12 this year is by far the tippy top, the standard yes. bear in Power 5 football, in Division One college football. No doubt about it. And it's going to be tough every single Saturday to win a game in this conference. That's just the deal. I mean, you're absolutely right. And that's part of... And uh, before Coach Prime in a season like this, they would have gotten their doors blown off every single oh, yeah. week. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, man. And, you know, doubt him now. Doubt him now because Shadur, Travis, Coach Prime, they'll all be back next year and we'll remember. We said it kind of going into this season. This is going to be the conference of quarterbacks this year. Every sure game is going to be a dogfight. Boy, is it ever. I mean, this is kind of, in some ways, what we expected. Like, Oh, but souped up. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, Even more look, so. the, the TCU, they it's beat TCU and that just kind of changed everything, honestly. Like, they weren't supposed to win that game. Not, no one thought they were going to win that game outside of the people in that building, outside of the people in this chat. 
And when that win happens, it the national media just took off with this narrative like, oh, this is going to be a Cinderella team, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But that's just all national media like narrative shit. Like we knew the truth about this team. We knew the truth about this conference going forward. Absolutely. So there's no need to overreact. Let's have some perspective. Things will get better. They could get better this season for sure. I'm not discounting that Absolutely, at all. Absolutely, man. So. Another good barometer to me is they've been in every single game but the Oregon game. Mm-hmm. And until the Stanford game, they basically came out on top in all of these nail biters, yep. you know. Um, and I mean, that's some. I remember the the buff season before the rye season. McIntyre's on the hot seat. It's kind of a miracle he keeps his job. And they had so many really close losses, like just nail biters. And it feels like, man, it felt like, ah, they might be poised for a breakthrough, but it was hard to feel that way when they had a four and six season. Right. Next year, they won the Pac-12 South. Um, I was told to not get uh, up in arms today. What does the chat want us to say, honestly? what do you want us to say? Cut up at arms, it's starting to make me mad. What do you want us oh, to say? No, They're saying we're not. Oh, you're too. not being honest. What do you want us to say? Literally. I think we just broke down. I don't like know what else we're supposed to say. Unit by unit, every group I know. that could needs to improve. I think it's fine to have criticisms is what the chat is saying. But I'm just like, why are you guys going at players? Like, these are just kids. Like, it is what it isn't. It is what it is. Like. Why do we need to shoot down players and I don't people know. and personnel? Like, have your criticisms, but, like, it's just turned so heavily. Exactly. It's crazy. Like, this is still the team that we have to ride with all season. Like, you can't fire a defensive coordinator or an offensive coordinator at this point. You just can't. It's not going to happen. It would also be insane to do so. Yes. Like, yeah. Guys, this was a one-win team with a completely, like... I know. A reshaped roster like we've never seen before in the history of college football. I'd say they're pretty damn good considering all that. You know, I'd hold on and I feel good about the direction we're building in. Um, Two things can also be true at once. I can feel great about the direction and feel it might be too harsh to fire a gajillion people right now. It's also true that loss was horrible. That it's loss football. Was awful. This happens. <laughs> that was a really bad. It loss. was. Oh, that was a terrible loss. It was a terrible loss. That's, it stunk. It stunk. I get. But I get you the gotta move certainly. on. <laughs> you got to. Well, yeah, we are in the middle of a season. We have five games left. Now is not the time to make these decisions of firing people and benching people for the season. Okay. Shout out to our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love our Breck beers here at DMBR. We love it. The beer of the month is Broncos Country? Could be. Could be. I don't know what it is. We are in Broncos Country after all. That is... uh, We can't can't (laughs) talk about them. Breck Brew has been doing it for 33 (laughs) years, and it all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer. It's made with 100% renewable energy. Try some of our favorites, the Mountain Beach Sour. Broncos Country Pale Ale, the Maya High City Golden, Avalanche Amber, Strawberry Sky. You can check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a Breck Brew near you. Then also shout out to our friends at Bacchus and Shanker. If you get hurt, they are here to help. Yeah, They've been helping Colorado families win for more than 25 years. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. and No fees unless they win your case and win money for you. Won over a billion dollars for their clients. I mean, you guys know what it is. You see their buses and billboards all over town. That's right. They're a force. That's right. They, uh, they help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. Even if you're injured at work, if you need to sue, smash the two. 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. Boom. All right. Despite all that, <laughs> the buffs are killing it on the trail. Let's go. Give it to us. Um, the headliner, of course, Antoine Hill, Antoine Hill Jr. Crowd was chanting, we want AJ at the Love game. That. Love that. He visited Friday night. Crowd's been great. I have many questions about that. 
how we get how the crowd is on top of all this. I don't know. Now. It's pretty amazing. There's honestly. some like, great coordination <laughs> occurring, and I could not be. More, that's the thing where it's like, wow. Yeah, we really are big time now. Yep. This guy, six foot five, two hundred fifteen pounds. Yeah. From Houston County High School in Warner Robins, Georgia. Class of twenty five. Same class as Bryce Underwood. 68th overall player in the class, fourth overall quarterback. I mean, you heard the size, 6'5", 215. This guy is a beast. Yeah. Uh, last year, completed 70% of his passes, 40 touchdowns, three interceptions. <laughs> big um, time talent. Yeah, big time talent. Uh, he spoke about his visit. Let me pull this up, and I'll pull some quotes for you all. He said it was a good visit. Oh, shit. I need to use my phone for this. Anyways... They are getting after these quarterbacks. It may not be 2024 kids, but I think we expect Shador to come back next year. That's right. So and do losses like that make that more likely, huh? It's called I mean, silver lining. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, come that was on, the big on, topic on the Friday night. People were like freaking out, like, what does this mean for recruiting now? Blah blah blah. I don't think it really changes anything. Kids are going to want to play for Coach Prime. Yes. And can I go ahead? Another silver lining. I think Coach Prime has come out of this looking really good. The haters would love to see him react in a multitude of other ways. I think every single way he has approached this is exactly as I would expect him to. He's been genuine. He's held... He's held everyone accountable, including himself. He's been able to deal with disappointment and accountability while also staying positive, staying focused on the task at hand and moving forward and everything. He has handled this so well. And that's what these kids see, man. Yep. It's what we see in all those videos. It's what has uh, amazed us in covering um, this amazing coach. And it's what these kids see day in, day out. He's the same guy. He's consistent. All he cares about is winning. Mm -hmm. You know, that all that glitz and stuff, that's for the other people. He yep. just likes to win. He just gives a shit about ball. Um, yeah, it's it's not gonna impact him. Uh, the, the thing that would impact him is if the crowd was awful or you know, like right. the atmosphere was terrible oh, no, or still the crowd lit. turned on him quick. Or, yeah, you know. Uh, so Antoine Hill spoke in college football. To Steve Wiltfong said it was a good visit. What stands out is how they put their players in posi position. To succeed on and off the field, life after football is a must. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said just how they got the program headed in the right direction. Look, if the 18-year-old wow. recruits are seeing it, 17-year-old wow. recruits are seeing it, I think we can all relax a little bit. Uh -huh. uh, they did a good job with me and my family, and we enjoyed the trip. We're just checking off the boxes. Uh, there's some hard-nosed old-school coaches that will teach you the game the right way. Uh, that's pretty much all he said. So stay tuned on that. Yeah. Um, we got a top three also from King Joseph Edwards. Wow. A four-star athlete from wow. Mill Creek High School in Hoshton, Georgia. Six foot five, 242 pounds. Uh, he put the buffs in a top three. Think uh, FS it? it's FSU and oh. someone else. Oh, man. But... <laughs> <laughs> still taking another one would be awesome. That's who it's FSU and Ole Miss and CU. I mean, come on. <laughs> Lane, Lane, Norvell, or Coach Prime. Yep. Come, come on, guys. Yep. It's, it's over. It's over. Uh, he plays edge. He's listed as an athlete. Uh, he does play both sides of the ball. So many edges lately, and it warms yep. my little heart. I yep. tell you what. I'm trying to see. I think he, he's got to be playing tight end then, right? That seems to be the dealio with these kids yeah. these days. 6'5", huh? 242, 215th overall player in the 2024 class, 17th overall edge. Love an edge slash tight end athlete. Nothing better yeah. in the world. Also plays basketball and runs track and field. Uh, <laughs> oh, he man. ran sprints and did shot put. <laughs> Dude. That's outrageous. This is our kind of guy. Um, What's his ranking? Uh, 215th overall player, 17th overall edge in the 2024 class. Love it, love it, love it. CU needs that dude indeed. 
And then one more. Um, we have basketball media day tomorrow, so we're going to be talking a little bit of basketball moving forward. Buff's got a four-star uh, guard, a wing. Awesome. 82nd overall player in the 2024 class, 13th overall guard, uh, Andrew Crawford from Thunder Ridge High School in Littleton, Colorado. Wow, local yep. kid. Love to see yep. that. Tad on the trail, just Tad is rolling. killing it. And he I mean, feeling the prime effect a little bit there, too. For sure. All right. Uh, that's about it, though. Yeah, keep your eyes on Boo Carter. I saw people talking about that in the chat. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of guys. They're recruiting their asses off still. Yeah. And guys are going to want to come play here. Uh, I mean, yeah, they were literally the biggest story in sports. Yep. All right. One last break. Shout out to our friends at Game Time. Let's go, Game Time. We are sold out for the remaining two remaining home games. Uh, this is a great opportunity next weekend, though, in L.A. The bus taking on UCLA. I don't know what the prices are right now. Could you pull that up real quick? I sure will, Jake. But, man, there is going to be a lot of space available for Buff Nation to come through. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use that code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off. Download can, Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. You can find tickets as cheap as $96. There you go. Uh, game time is the best, not just for tickets for buffs, but any sporting event, any concert, yeah. whatever you have going on in your city, make sure you check them out. Again, buffs for $20 off. Uh, okay, only 178 likes chat. Let's, uh, let's hit the like button. Also, subscribe to the podcast yep, on the podcast yep. or Spotify. Yep, absolutely. We, we'd greatly appreciate your five-star review. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. You might be a Google podcast. There you go. I think that's coming to an end. All but, that hey, stuff. you stay true while you can. All right. Who's first up today? Angela. Will CUD go more Tampa 2 or stay man-to-man -man moving forward? I mean, I feel like they... <laughs> They got shredded either in man or zone against Stanford. I think it's a much it's much more complex than just playing more zone or playing more man, I think. Yeah, and I mean, really, the issue against Stanford was just getting torn up by Ayomanor. Uh, and yep. just not having an answer on those quick slants. Yep. Um, he was also doing such a great job of, like, setting up outside, going inside. Yep. I don't know. I'd I'd keep I'd stick with what they're doing and stick to the man heavy and you know give yeah. Travis a little more time on defense maybe. Um, yeah, give Cormani and Coop a little more time and try to stick to man to man and make it work that way. Yeah, I mean, just going back to what I said, I think they need to be more aggressive. They need to bring more pressure. Um, they need to try and be the aggressor. They need to force these quarterbacks into these situations where they're turning the ball over, not just hoping that a right. DB makes a play down the field, you know? Right. Yeah, we've talked about, I mean, you and I, in our many years talking ball together, we've talked about this often. If given the choice, I would always prefer to be the aggressor, yes. win or lose on my terms. Yep, right? absolutely. I can, I can live with, okay, I, can't, I brought the house. I wasn't able to get there. And you beat me in one-on-one -on -one coverage with zero help over the top. That's the gamble I made, and I lost. That's fine. But it's the gamble I made, and it was on right. my terms. Yep, absolutely. Uh, D-Time with the Super Chat. Thank you, D-Time. No established running game. Wing back formation needed. Mix it up. Rotation on defensive end. Uh, I mean, I don't know if rotation on defensive end really helps. Savelle Smalls didn't play. I don't know if that's a big impact or not, but... I think it's just overall pressure. And if you can't get pressure with the guys that you have on the front line, you got to manufacture it. There um, was a little sloppiness, struggles to get uh, substitutions in and out. Oh, God. That the I mean, we didn't even mention the penalties. Yeah. That's what killed them. That's that's another thing. Like, TCU, they were just so... The tempo was so refined. They were just so locked in, you know? They won the penalty battle uh -huh, that game. They were so uh -huh. polished. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's just discipline or lack of focus, whatever it is, but got to fine tune some things for sure. For sure. Uh, just to back to the formations in the running game, they did do two back stuff. We talked about it on the show. 
Get Dylan back there with Hank. Try and create some mismatches with those backs. They did it in the second half a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, but again, just there's no feel like real rhythm or consistent consistency on offense. Yeah. Um, oddly, in some ways, it it feels a bit like they're lacking an offensive identity. No. Yep. You yep. know that's outside of like just watch Shadur do magic. You know. Uh, Mr. Support Friend says he donated 21 bucks to the 5430 Foundation. I hope everyone will donate. If you want to see change, instant change, donate to 5430. Help them bring in some guys who can contribute on the trenches, who can make plays downfield defensively. Um, Build depth. Call to action right there. There you go. Donate to 5430 if you want to see change. Damn straight. Well said. Uh, EJ with the super chat. Colorado, really, if you look at their games and the mistakes they made, this team really only lost one game, and that's Oregon. The other games we gave up. I mean, they lost them all, but, I mean, we can go back and if this play different, this play. I get what you're saying, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, the other side of that coin is they could be one in five. True. And we could say, yeah, they had no business exactly. winning against Colorado State. And or that TCU. comeback. and. Uh, right. Nebraska is the only legit win yes. they have, right? Because TCU, yeah, Travis pick, T. Woods pick, you know, lots yep. had to go right. Uh, Arizona State had no business winning that on the yep. road, you know. So, yeah, that's the there's two sides of the coin. I think offensively, they're really good in tight situations. I think defensively, not so good. Yep. So when it's, you know, um, it's one of those where where. If you're the last one with the ball, you're going to win. If they're the last one there with the ball, they might win more often than not. Yep. Well said. What kind of team they are right now. LC, uh, why are we running single high safety when we are up 29-0 at half? It let Shil- left Shiloh on an island on that 97-yard touchdown. I mean, it, Omarion fell on that play. That's really what broke that play right open. Yeah. That's like, um, of all those plays, that's the one you can kind of say, hey, that's the one that's truly like you were saying earlier, guys. It's football. Yeah, like, yeah. You're you're gonna sometimes you'll slip. Yeah, sometimes your DB is gonna slip and it's gonna lead to a wide open touchdown. Yeah, I mean it's tough, man. Um, I don't think that the coverage on that play was anything to get angry about. I mean, literally, he slipped. If he doesn't slip and is just able to slow him down, that's what happened. I mean, he caught the ball and he just had a free like. 30 yards basically to get going and you're not going to catch him at that point. So they definitely had some plays in that game where some corners were left on an Island. And those are matchups on paper against Stanford's wide receivers where I think most of us can live with those corners being on an Island against those wide receivers in the second half, that matchup. Most of us would have been like, Hey, I endorse it. I'll bet on the CUDBs. They kind of lost. Yep. That's life. That's sports. That's football. Absolutely. What's up, Big Teasy? Uh, e for Eddie with the super chat. Uh, oh, perspective. Well said. Well said. We got to preach it. Yeah. You got to. It's important. It, this is just, I mean, look, man, we're 10 months in. We're <laughs> just starting this journey. We are just starting it. It's crazy. You could have told me any amount of time. I would have been like, wow, wild. Three years? Nuts. <laughs> uh, this is for you, Dre. Okay, all in Italian from our guy, Jay. Andre Tremila. That's Andre 3000 in Italian. <laughs> Cosa pensi della prestazione di Cristiano Pulisici? So, you know, what do you think of the, the <laughs> performance of Christian Pulisic? And he writes Christian Pulisic. Like his name was Italian, contro la Germania against Germany. E sei ancora arrabbiato con tuo padre? And are you still mad with your dad? Um, <laughs> that must have been we lost the derby or something. Yeah. So I was mad with pops. No, no, all's well with pops. All is always well because he forgives anything, and I'm a dick. Um, and I was very <laughs> impressed by our guy Christian Pulisic. Absolutely, Captain America never lets us down. <laughs> well done, love it. I saw TV with the super chat. Uh, Carter taking a lot of flack, but only gave up five catches for 50 yards and didn't give up first catch until that drive in the fourth quarter to 13. Great first three quarters, bad fourth. Cooper should play more for Travis. Look, man, 
I've said it a lot, I think, the last two weeks. Cornerback is just one of those positions where you're just going to get beat. And it happens. Uh, it That's just the truth of it all. Like A thousand percent. They're just going to get like beat. Champ Bailey, like every corner, or Coach Prime, yes. every cornerback gets beat. Yes. It's part of life. Yes. It's not, in fact, it's not, being a great corner is not about never getting beat. It's about how you bounce back the times you do get beat. Exactly. Um, and just to go back to the touch. It's, it's the O-line of defensive, right. like the defensive side. It's like great corners don't even get noticed because yep, exactly. you never even see them. Exactly. Know? But the last touchdown to tie the game up before overtime, I felt like Carter was in decent position. It's almost like if he just got his hand up and played the receiver's hands, he could have got a PBU there. Yeah, so. I mean, from our couches, we can all... This guy and that guy, I mean, it's very minor things yep. that are leading to these, you know, right issues that they were having in, in coverage, but they could not figure it out. Yep. They could not figure it out, no matter what they tried. Hit the like button. Uh, e for Eddie with another super chat. The schedule is terrible. We faced three teams coming off their bye. Stanford was rested and ready to go, and the le uh, later the game went, the better they got. Could be. Could be. I don't know, man. Um, it's just how it works. Can't really bitch about the schedule too much because it's just so out of your control. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the schedule set far in advance, and the buffs have the added caveat that they were, like, the story right. in the entire sport. So times were getting flexed around, game well, days coming every other week. And, you know, I mean, they're an attraction, so they're trying to put them at times where they're going to drive eyeballs, and that's another added That's the other thing. We've this. talked about this last week. Everyone's treating CU like they're Super Bowl. They're all going to get up to yep, play this team. Absolutely. You're going to get everyone's best every mm -hmm. single week. So mm -hmm. just kind of, you got to get used to it. Yeah. And I mean, if they were in the big 12 this year, same exact roster, they might be an eight win team. Could be for you sure. Know? Yeah. I know that's still on the table this season in the Pac-12, but just a much easier path. Yep. Uh, Ray with the super chat. Buckeye fan here in Ohio following Buffs, my other team. I followed Coach Prime, so I know what to expect. Get ready. Hashtag SCO Buffs. Thank you, Ray. Appreciate you. Well said. Uh, chat GPT Sports is big fan of the channel. Huge Coach Prime supporter, but bowl eligibility is a big deal. Can this team find two more wins? If so, against who? We already kind of broke it down. I mean, I think you just circle the UCLA and Arizona game, though. Maybe the Pullman game. Who knows? It's the home game, so Oregon State, um, Arizona takes some priority. Yeah. I think UCLA is very possible, where I think you'll have a crowd that's at least 50-50, if not pro buffs. Right. And then Pullman. Yeah, I mean, Wildcats just beat those guys hard in Pullman, so anything's possible. Uh, Cam Ward did this last year, where he looked like one of the best quarterbacks in the country first half yep. of the year. Very up and down. Then uh, kind of faltered. Utah's going to be a tough one. In Utah, Salt Lake City, yeah. that's going to be really tough. And who knows what Cam Rising's health situation is, but last game of the year, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, tough. Uh, Luis, what's up? Why is there so much slipping all over the field? I don't know. I don't know if they just... It could have been something as simple as bad technique, getting too wide outside of your stance, or you're just not wearing long enough cleats, or... <clears throat> bad patch of grass like it's so much at play yeah i'm not quite sure either yeah, i will I mean, say the very... Folsom field's kind of beat up already and i think it's from the two field rushes back-to-back -back weeks early in the season dang i mean i could see it it looked pretty spotty i could see it yeah that's not great no we don't love that yeah it's why if you come on the field at Folsom. Be gentle. Yeah, be respectful. Be, to be the respectful field. to the field. No, you know, doing all that bullshit on Ralphie. None of this. It's hard enough. Yep. We've got lots of celebs. We got students rushing the field. Like trying to play football here. Yep. Got a buff a Buffalo stampedes through every single home <laughs> yeah. game. Like, take it easy, okay? Twice every home yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> Last thing I need is then every opponent coming to town. Starting some business on the middle of the field and trying to scrape their cleats on it. 
enough. Yep. Okay. Maybe donate to 54 there th- you go. foot 30 for for some improved grass as well. well Anything helps, yes. All right, chat. There it is. We'll get through this. Let's go. The baby. buffs will be better. Believe in Coach Prime. Uh, if you made it this far, why would you stop believing now? No point to. It's the journey, man. Exactly. The process, not the results. Better days ahead. Uh, we've got basketball media day tomorrow. Uh, we'll for sure have Cody on the show when we talk to him up there. Uh, we'll see what else happens, though. See you tomorrow. Let's go oh. Buffs.